Hello, I'm Rosemary Gallagher and welcome to Sustainable Scotland podcast from The Scotsman, Scotland's national newspaper since 1817, now bringing you fresh and relevant content for the 21st century. Sustainable Scotland looks at how Scotland is doing in its efforts to be cleaner and cleaner for the next generation. And this episode is brought to you in partnership with the Scotch Whiskey Association. So welcome to Green Skills, two little words that provide a big opportunity. I'm joined for this episode by Kirsty Summers, Head of Workforce and Skills at the Scotch Whiskey Association. The Scottish whisky industry, which relies on a clean and natural environment for its iconic products, has set new targets of reaching net zero emissions from its direct operations by 2040. So welcome to Kirsty. Kirsty, let's start by asking how you would define the term green skills and how do green skills fit into the Scottish whisky industry's commitment to sustainability? I think green skills is a really interesting term. It largely focuses on what the future skills will be for the workforce of our industry and all the other industries out there as well. Um, I think for the Scotch whisky industry, the main aspect really is thinking about ways in which the businesses will remain sustainable and have um, the resilience to carry on. So this will mean, I would think, a lot of roles whereby there are things like technology entered into them, which will make them more green, sustainable in the future, but which will fundamentally change the type of person that does those roles. So whether that's somebody who has maybe been in a particular role for quite a long time, having to learn something like new software or new processes or new this, that and the next thing. Equally, for people coming in new to the workforce or early careers, it will probably change the type of roles that we are advertising as a company, a business or an employer or a sector um, in a way that is ensuring all the green aspects, whether this is, uh, you know, investments of companies that people are doing, people are choosing um, jobs based on the ethics of a role uh, or a business or a sector. So I think it will fundamentally be something that's quite a seismic change within the skills agenda. The Scottish Whiskey Industry has quite ambitious um, net zero targets to reach net zero emissions by 2040. Mm. Could you tell me a bit more about the key parts of the Scottish Whiskey Industry Sustainability Strategy? So we launched a sustainability strategy back last year, um, actually just before the, the Green Skills Conference last year. And there are some fundamental aspects of it which are um, setting the industry targets to um, coincide with governmental targets and all those kinds of things within it. A lot of it is environmental. The way that the strategy is is, um, adapting will bring in aspects of people and therefore affecting skills and how that will um, focus on the resilience of the industry and and the, the, the member companies that we have, of which there are about 85 at the moment. So it really is a, a key aspect for our members to, to agree to and sign, sign up to. Aspects around that include things like anything to do with peat and how that affects the, the environmental aspects and also the businesses that use the peat. So um, tell me how green skills fit into the Scotch Whiskey Association's own strategy. Green skills is a term which I suppose is less used within within businesses at the moment it's it's still a fairly new term um 
However, within our membership, we have a number of companies which are very focused on the future and how to adapt green skills into their businesses. I think what's really interesting about um, the green skills is that it, as I said before, is fundamentally changing how roles are recruited for, how they're trained for, and the types of roles that will change in future. And I think that's changing much more rapidly than perhaps has happened in the past, just to do with things like automation, artificial intelligence, all of those kinds of things which are coming into the operational um, aspects of our businesses um, and our member companies. Um, so I think within all our membership, there are key aims which are linking into the, the sustainability strategy as well but also which will mean that any kind of recruitment of future roles or training of future roles will be seeking a slightly different type of person. So I think it's really fundamental that our members are looking at this and how they can then be part of um, the green skills agenda and the future skills agenda. So I do think it's a really important aspect. You're listening to the podcast Green Skills. Two little words offering a big opportunity. With Kirsty Summers, Head of Workforce and Skills at the Scotch Whiskey Association, the industry trade body. And this podcast is brought to you by the Scotsman in partnership with the Scotch Whiskey Association and is part of our Sustainable Scotland series. If you would like to discuss partnering with the Scotsman for an episode of Sustainable Scotland, please email podcasts at scotsman.com. And now we're back to Kirsty Summers, Head of Workforce and Skills at the Scotch Whiskey Association talking about green skills in the Scotch whisky industry. And how are green skills being developed across the Scotch whisky industry? How do you see things changing to reflect the importance of green skills? I think it's very important at the moment um, and it is increasingly doing so. A lot of it, for example, um, some of the universities are focusing largely on green skills for roles like engineering, any kind of science-based roles, those kinds of things where our companies are taking on people at graduate level or graduate apprenticeship level um, and that is then the, the concepts and, and activities that are going on at, at that level are becoming embedded in our member companies so whether that is somebody that's deciding that their I don't know their automation process needs to learn how to do AI in order to be able to operate the the function, um, that is fundamentally changing um, and much more rapidly than we think. And I think the, the aspects also stretch to other types of roles like core business roles and some of the, the areas where people are struggling to recruit in general at maybe a mid-career level. So I think there's, there's ways in which candidates are changing, having to change so that they can best adapt their role and their experience and their willingness to learn into some of our um, member companies' focuses for recruitment in the future. You've talked about um, technology and things like artificial intelligence, which are obviously important and being invested in, but how vital is it to think about people and individuals and all of this and how green skills are being developed? What role do individuals have to play? I think it's vital that people are empowered to come with businesses on their journey to uh, green skills and adopting the green skills agenda. And I think that's important because 
there are many cases in many different sectors where we talk about lots of different things about where we're going to develop our businesses, develop our people, but a lot of people forget the people, if you see what I mean. So they're kind of left behind. And in many cases, the way that we empower people is fundamental to getting them to actively adopt the things like automation, etc., that will allow green skills to flourish in the business. I think a lot of the time with um, so something like automation or AI, for example, is a good, good example because it's not really about changing the function of the role. It's about getting the people to work effectively with the automation alongside one another in order to get that to work correctly, creatively, and with a good deal of productivity. So I think if you are, you need to bring people on the journey. And I think a lot of times when I think about my own social circle, if there's any kind of sniff of being left behind, you've kind of lost them. So it's, you need them at the beginning of that journey. So they almost need to be part of the architecture of how that job, that skill or whatever it is, is embedded in your business. Kirsty, you mentioned how important it is to bring people on that journey of green skills. So just how vital is it to have people think about green skills throughout their career? It's not just when they join the industry, but say when they're more experienced and also in different roles. Because also in Scotch whiskey, it's very varied. There can be production roles, marketing roles. So how does green skills fit across that spectrum? Well, I think it's becoming more and more vital as we go on. I think there's, um, oh gosh, it's, I mean, it's a thing that, we didn't know the phrase a couple of years ago, really, green skills. It's something that's kind of um, kind of evolved very rapidly. I think you're right. I think there is, there's a need to broaden what it is, actually, and how we get to it. Um, I think it's vital that, I mean, I don't wish to cast any aspersions, but I do think it's perhaps something which is currently fairly commonplace at early careers level, but not so much moving up. And I think we're seeing that in some of the recruitment struggles that business are, businesses are having at the moment, whereby there's a, or a seemingly lack of people at that mid-level, middle-age, mid-career level. Um, so the roles are almost changing more rapidly than the people are or the people that want to do them. Um, so I think there's, there's a fundamental uh, reason for, for learning at that level. In terms of people coming into businesses at, at, at entry, um, entry or early level, I think it's probably something where it's going to be easier to, to harness that and to develop that through their career so they're in that mindset. Um, Personally, I think it's pretty vital because across all types of roles from, I don't know, finance, marketing, etc., all has some kind of link to green skills. Now, whether that's looking at your procurement, for example, is your procurement um, green, whether you're an HR person focusing on learning and development, how do you bring those people in? Or are you focusing on recruitment? How do you sell your roles in a way that's gonna give you that competitive edge? So this it does touch on every aspect. And obviously more practically, it's gonna focus on the, the more operational roles or, or, or things like that, where you can actually make a 
quite a tangible environmentally green link as opposed to maybe recruiting an HR manager, but they all do link in and there has to be an understanding across all business functions of what the person or people are going to be doing and how that's going to embed in their career. I also think individuals would be mindful if they could um, bring that into their career plan. Because I mean, I know I think of myself and have I adopted it yet? No, I haven't. I'm very aware of green skills. I know how it is affecting um, recruiters and employers, but have I brought it into my own function? No, I haven't. So I think there needs to be perhaps a greater awareness amongst people at all jobs and all levels about what green skills is and why it's important and why it will also give you as a candidate the competitive edge. The Scottish risk industry is obviously putting a lot of importance on sustainability and it's leading the way when it comes to the green agenda in many ways. So um, what are the main challenges and opportunities you see in developing green skills within the Scottish whisky industry? Um, I think for individuals, the opportunities are that there's a really creative way in order to use your skills in certain businesses. You get to work for a really thriving, profitable and exciting industry in all types of jobs, actually, um, that you can use your skills in. I think for employers, the if you find people that are keen to, to be part of it, I think you get really great candidates who are taking that business, sorry, taking that job and then taking that business forward. And I think there's a real um, kind of perfect storm at the moment of this kind of strange recruitment time where people are able to, to make that move and change that move. And we can't also deny the impact of this uh, working from home slash hybrid world, which has allowed a lot of these green skills to be embedded pretty quickly. Um, so I think there's a, there's a there's a great kind of time at the moment of being able to embed that into your roles, recruiting that on that basis that you're offering this particular aspect. However, I do think it will be a challenge. I, I think I sit on the, the particular part of the fence which probably thinks people will generally soon drift back to office or business life um, more so than perhaps people are or we, we hear about in the media. I think it will be a challenge to come about actually how do we manage these people back. I, I, I might be wrong but that's kind of the sense I get from my own life, my own work and friends and things so I, I think people will drift back. So I think having to then bring that into the, the skills agenda about how we then harness those people, how does it factor in against things like hybrid working if we're planning for hybrid we're having fewer people in therefore using less energy or are we you know all of these kinds of things which will be fundamental to how people approach their jobs and their development within it you're taking part in the green skills conference the scotsman's green skills conference why do you think that's a worthwhile type of event to be involved in what is your hope that will you'll get out of taking part in that event Oh, well, I think it's great. I did it last year as well. And I thought the conversations were really interesting, really meaty conversations and quite, um, quite challenging as well, because obviously last year we were, I mean, as I said earlier, green skills is a fairly new term. And I think last year everyone was kind of going, what 
is it? You know, <laughs> how do we make sure that we we understand what it is? And I think there's a lot of these terms within skills agenda which are fairly woolly. So it's really good to get a get a um, almost a definition out there about what these things are and get people knowing them. What I've noticed about this particular year is that there's a really diverse range of um, participants coming along to the conference. I think it's really exciting that there's lots of different sectors and lots of different um, positions, roles and uh, employers, which means that we'll get a really true perspective of how green skills is needing to be embedded within the, the skills agenda as a whole. And not forgetting, of course, that it doesn't just affect individuals, it affects education and how that works with uh, organisations, employers. Then we've got the whole kind of the true skills agenda, I guess, which is all the apprenticeships and how, bringing different people into businesses in different ways. Um, and I think that's really interesting because it's opening out green skills to lots of different people in lots of different ways. And my own personal uh, interest, which is to get people in businesses and already in their jobs to start thinking more broadly about their own careers and how they can develop it into. So I think it's a great thing. I think the conversations that are planned for this year are really interesting. I think this, um, even just in terms of finding out what's going on there in green skills was last year was really beneficial for me. And I think it will be again this year. So. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be good. Well, thank you, Kirsty. It's been great speaking today about green skills. I just want to say anything else you'd like to say on the Scottish whisky industry and its approach to green skills and sustainability. I mean, I think it's fairly well known that Scotch whisky is really trying to lead the way in terms of sustainability. I think there's so many exciting things happening within the industry, and what I particularly like about it is that you know this is a product which takes a long time to make. It's a business or, or a, a product which has been, you know, 500 odd years has been in the making. And yet, in the fact that these employers and these product producers are embracing forward thinking and how they're taking that and making it into being a front runner and a leader in um, green skills and just in general, but doing good with their businesses and I think that's really exciting. Thank you so much to Kirsty Summers of the Scottish Whiskey Association for sharing her insights in this podcast, Green Skills. And thank you very much for listening to this latest episode in the Sustainable Scotland series, produced by The Scotsman. This episode was delivered in partnership with the Scottish Whiskey Association. So please listen out for and enjoy many more episodes of Sustainable Scotland on all your main podcast platforms. And this episode was presented by me, Rosemary Gallagher, and produced by Andrew Mulligan.